You tune to Sirius FM 105.7. Yeah, it's a Jumma Mubarak, and uh, yeah, Mubarak, Mubarak to all of you, and Alhamdulillah, the time of the morning, we'll be joined by our very own uh, Mufti Brian Smith from the Bua Cup, looking bioperfluorescent and looking good, and a lot of noon on him. Yeah, 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 Mufti Sabi. Tahajjud, eh? Tahajjud. Yes, uh, Mufti Brian Smith. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, and tell me how you're doing this fine, beautiful morning. Assalamualaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. coming to you from the Cape of Storms. It looks like winter here and it's very, very cold in the raining also. But alhamdulillah, you know, we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for each and every uh, condition and benefit that comes upon us. Yeah, Cape of Storm, young fan Rebek, hey, Diaz and who else? Hey, they all dive into the water and they did this and that and many other stories we have of Cape. We are forced to learn the story from Andaras. But Mufti Sahib, Alhamdulillah, lots of questions have come through uh, this morning for you. Let's start off with the first one. It says, Assalamu alaikum. Is it wrong to be happy when we hear warlords and enemies of Islam like Colin Powell, they have died? Mufti Sahib. Yes, uh, you know, these are definitely enemies of Islam. They were enemies of Islam. Uh, They are actually the cause for what happened in Iraq dividing a country just to steal the oil from there, you know, under the guise of weapons of mass destruction. So he was one of the architects uh, during uh, those days, and he was quite brilliant according to his own people. But to us, he was an enemy of Allah, he was an enemy of Islam. So we rejoice when we hear about the demise of such people. Even the earth, the trees, and every creation, uh, they take rest from him and his evil that he committed, atrocities that he committed against Islam and against the Ummah, the believing Ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And now his journey has started and uh, whatever he left behind in this world will be of no avail uh, to him in the year after Shafat. So he's died, he's gone and he will be forgotten soon as well, G. And imagine these people, the enemies of Islam, but in the dunya also they had a punishment and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala definitely showed us that, but uh, I don't think the media uh, told the world, yeah, they, he's been punished for what he did. I mean, the weapons of mass destruction, which was the biggest lie ever told, there were no weapons of mass destruction, they just wanted to take Saddam Hussein out of the equation. Uh, this question says, what is the ruling on reading Salah with shoes on? Hey, I knew one day when I was reading Salah and there was this Egyptian brother, or the, I don't know, Arab brother, and he had his shoes on. I said, yeah, he take your shoes off. the house. Oh, how you don't? I don't need to get a shoes. Eh? I don't know, Mufti Sahib. <laughs> your thoughts? Shifat, it is generally disliked. You know, it is macro. It is reprehensible to read Salah with shoes on. And uh, if you're going to read Salah with shoes on, uh, for example, if it's a muddy place, etc., then you need to uh, ascertain and make sure that your shoes are actually clean. Otherwise, if there's the jasset or impurities on your shoes, then you'll have to repeat that Salah also. So, uh, yes, uh, where you can, you don't have to read Salah with your shoes on. Read Salah normal and entering the masjid area also with shoes on. I mean, that is a pure disrespect, you know. So that's why we say it is reprehensible. It is dislike to read Salah with shoes on. But if a person has already Salah with shoes on, he will not have to repeat that Salah. His Salah will remain reality. Zakallah for that, Mufti Saab. Assalamu alaikum. Should our minor kids obey their parents or the government when deciding to get vaccinated? Wait. The Dajjals are taking our kids away, Mufti Saab. 
Yes, uh, Shafat, I, I think uh, we're all aware now that uh, children from 12 to 17 years old, they can get vaccinated without the consent and blessings of their parents. Now, see, today it is this. Tomorrow the government will pass other laws whereby they'll give certain rights to children uh, without interference from the parents. So in this case also, the child is still considered a minor and the child should obey uh, his parents or her parents, you know. The parents will make a proper decision with regards to certain things, especially now uh, in uh, vaccines. We see young children dying also uh, that they've taken uh, the vaccine. So I don't know what is the aim of the government, but I said it many months ago, they're going to come for our children. And alhamdulillah, so far, whatever we have said, you know, so far, uh, it seems to be uh, to be true and not uh, to be part of the conspiracy uh, theorist, uh, theorists out there. So yes, uh, people, be very, very careful. Educate and empower your child and teach them. You know what is very, very strange, uh, Shafat, that uh, as youngsters, we were told not to bow down to peer pressure to take experimental drugs. Today, they are telling us to bow down and take experimental drugs. The vaccine is still an experimental drug. This is how quickly time has changed and things have changed in and around us. Allah protect all our children of the Jeeh. Jazakumullah. Ameen, Summa, Ameen. Allah must protect them, inshallah. I think we've got a voice note question. Uh, Yusuf, do you have it uh, lined up? Mufti Sahib, uh, be all ears because we've got a voice note that, that has come through. So uh, let's listen to it. Bismillah. Assalamualaikum, Yusuf. Ask Mufti Sahib, is it permissible to use urea? That's U-R-E-A, urea. They normally it's an ingredient that comes in all your softening agents in uh, uh, your heel balms and your creams for, for cracks, calluses and things like that. Uh, the product is called urea. Ask Mufti Sahib, is it permissible to use urea? Yes, sir, Mufti Sahib, like uh, Narendra Modi question there for you. Hey, cow and then drinking urine all about urea. Yeah, what's your uh, take on that, Mufti Sahib? Shafat, yes, if it is from a, a, a source from a permissible niche, you know, first of all, uh, before you give a ruling on such things, uh, you will first have to look at the ingredient uh, itself. Uh, so uh, where is it uh, taken from, how is it produced, etc. Or is it uh, something, a uh, uh, normal ingredient uh, that has been mixed with impermissible ingredients also. So uh, before a person can give a ruling, but uh, if it is for external use, inshallah, then there won't be a, a problem with that because uh, it is only for external use. It is uh, uh, much like any other thing that people use for external use, like he said now, using for cracked heel and heel barb, etc., and all these type of things. So if there's no other alternative available on the market, then a person can use that product, inshallah, and uh, it will be permissible for external use only. Gee. Zakallah khair for that, Mufti Saab. This question says, what is the ruling on voluntary provident fund payout of the deceased, Mufti? Uh, yes, uh, voluntary provident funds will form part of the estate. Uh, the people, uh, <coughs> apologies, you know, who uh, received that money, they will have to add it as part of the estate of the deceased person if it was uh, contributed voluntarily. Uh, and that is if it was in a permissible Sharia-compliant provident fund. If it was not Sharia-compliant, then they will have to deduct the premiums if the person is paid over a period of a couple of days and then uh, uh, break it. Gee. Yeah, I think your your your, your headphone fell down, Mufti Sam. Hey, you didn't clip it on properly. You got it back on. Yeah, let's see the fiddling with his uh, headphone there. Putting it around it here. Yeah, he's ready. Mufti put it back on. I don't know how it felt. Are you making Ruku or Sajizar Mufti, Sam? Uh, 
right, you know, that the, the weather's inclement here in Cape Town, so I think they have a sort of hand in our in our discussion, you know. But nevertheless, if it is uh, not uh, Sharia compliant, then they'll have to deduct the premiums paid uh, by the deceased and uh, take that and put, put it as an added as part of the estate. And the rest they will have to give in charity to poor people. Gee. This question says, Assalamu alaikum. What is the difference between Sira, Jalsas, and Mawlud celebration? Very, very good question, Shafat. Yes. So some people will celebrate Mawlud, and uh, celebrate, you mean they'll decorate the masjid, uh, they'll sing different kasaid and uh, poetry, etc. You know, some people will dress, some people will engage in uh, uh, food uh, preparation and distribution among the poor people. So that is what is normally associated with uh, Mawlud uh, celebrations. And then Sira Jalsas is where people gather and uh, a speaker will be invited and he will be asked to give certain discourses regarding the the, the birth of Rasulullah, his life's mission, etc., Mu'ajizat, which we call miracles. So uh, both of these uh, collectively, it is where people get together to, to uh, speak about Rasulullah, to speak about his greatness, his character, etc. Uh, but the one has many more elements in the Dismaulun and the Veta Ulama differs in. And Sira Jalsas, uh, sometimes it uh, looks outwardly as something normal, but in that is also certain Maulud celebrations. So people will have to see that when they attend these functions, that it is free of impermissible actions, uh, free of any innovation, etc., uh, before they attend uh, Maulud Jalsas or before they attend Sira Jalsas. Mufti Saab, should there be a separate uh, Azan and Ikama when having two Jamaats? If the Salah is performed in the same Masjid Shafat, and like now see people have to perform two Jamaats, or when it's locked down level three, four, or five, they, we also have two Jamaats. So in that case, one Azan will be sufficient. However, you will need two separate Iqamas. So for the first Jamaat, you will need one Iqam, and for the second Jamaat also, you will need a separate Iqama in order for everything to be correct. Assalamualaikum, A political party with an Arabic name declared it is not an Islamic party. Can we still vote for them? I saw that, uh, Shafat, I saw that uh, one party that people used to think and they were doomed to be believing that it is an Islamic party because it is an Arabic name, you know. And suddenly these people make a U-turn and they say that we're not here to implement Sharia. Uh, and all these other things. So the promises made when they initially started the party, and now that they already have seats in the government, now they're changing their tune. So this is uh, typical politics, politics 101. So people should be very, very careful uh, for these type of politicians, even if they have Muslim names. I told you, it's very difficult to find a suitable candidate uh, when you're going to vote for one if you've registered to vote. You know, so be careful out there, brothers and uh, sisters. You know, these people are very unscrupulous. Uh, they're only there to take our votes so that they can continue uh, getting benefits from the government and continue to ride the gravy train. So I would not cast my vote to such people, Shafat, because uh, that is pure, pure hypocrisy. What they started with and what they're promoting us to different things, see. Well, you heard it, people. Mufti says uh, politics 101. No, 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 not 007. Politics 101. Uh, this question says, Mufti, if I forgot to wash a limb when making gusel, uh, should I repeat the entire gusel, Mufti Saab? Uh, Shafat, as long as that person uh, is told in a state of, uh, of cleanliness, he should only or she uh, should only go uh, back and uh, uh, wash that part of the body that uh, wasn't performed uh, in, uh, in uh, the first place. You know, so you just get back into the shower, 
or you watched it uh, part of the drum that you forgot to watch it in the whistle, and then uh, you will be in a state of cleanliness, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum, Mufti Saba. Why should children be kept inside the house at Maghrib time? Uh, yes, uh, Shifad, very, very. You remember that uh, when we were young, that our parents used to shout at us, you know, that uh, what are you doing outside? <laughs> yes. uh, you should be in the least after us. And I think all of us grew up like that. In those days, we couldn't understand what is the wisdom uh, behind it, you know. But there's actually a hadith in Bukhari that uh, Rasulullah Sallam has actually said that uh, when the night comes, when night appears, you know, you should keep your children close to you because a shaitan spreads out at that time. And uh, as the time goes on, etc., you know, he will go out and uh, he will see whoever he is, uh, whoever is out there that uh, he can interfere with. And also we were told in the same hadith also, that uh, you have to cover your utensils and mention Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's name uh, on that, you know, so saying, Bismillah, when you cover your utensils. So that is the wisdom behind uh, Rasulullah sallam has instructed us because there's a time when he roams around looking for victims that he can interfere with. So that time we didn't understand it. But after studying, inshallah, alhamdulillah, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it clear to us why we should keep our children indoors uh, when the Maghrib time approaches the I like your emphasis on indoors, Mufti Saab. Hey, you're a top broadcaster too. Hey, you know where to add emphasis. Full master on this Shafat is all we're doing since 2019 is being indoors. And I don't know how long we're going to be kept indoors. No one worries about outdoors anymore. Well said, well said, Mufti Saab. Fire scalp indeed. Uh, this question says, what is the ruling of divorce during menses? Is it valid or not, uh, Mufti? It will be uh, valid, Shafat, although it is uh, a bid'ah, you know, uh, meaning it is not the correct way and uh, uh, procedure to to do the divorce procedure when a female is in her mansion because now you're punishing her, actually. The best way would be to wait after she has completed her monthly menstrual period and then you give after or write the divorce out for her. But nevertheless, it will still remain valid, G. Mufti Saab, can interest money be given to Islamic institutions? Uh, Shavad, uh, I don't know how many institutions take interest money out there, but if they do, then it is purely to give it back to the poor people. I think they only serve as uh, the distributors of interest money and they don't use it uh, for their running expenses, etc. I do not know of any institution uh, that, you know, but yes, if you cannot find a suitable person to give it to, you can contact any one of your Islamic institutions and uh, ask them to act uh, as your wakil on behalf of the money so they can distribute it to any other people out there who is deserving of the key. Uh, is it permissible to go for laser hair removal therapy, Mufti? Uh, it is permissible as long as part of the aura is not exposed, uh, Shafat. Uh, yes, uh, the techniques and the technology that is available now for uh, removal of hair, but then there's other normal hair removal as well, uh, creams and lotions and potions you can buy, and you can do it yourself, you know. So if it involves the opening of the aura area, uh, the supper area, then it would not be permissible because it won't be a necessity a person can do the person later on. Mufti Saab, can two bodies be buried in a single grave? Shafat, uh, two bodies in a grave is not permissible unless there is a genuine a dire, dire need for that. Like now during COVID-19, there's a shortage of graves and you cannot find suitable uh, a place to bury your deceased and your loved ones, only then 
when there's a genuine dire need, it will be permissible. Generally, it is not permissible. And if a person uh, does decide to bury two bodies in one grave, then uh, there should be a barrier of soil between the two graves, you know. So a person needs to make that barrier as well. Uh, and then afterwards, uh, they can uh, uh, bury two people in one grave. Yes, sir, Mufti Saab, uh, absolutely, mashallah, there's the Cape of Storms, and you still navigated the airwaves, and, uh, you know, you, to the four corners of the globe, uh, you managed to get uh, your uh, answers through. Allah bless you for that. You must have read a very powerful wazifa indeed, besides the one break, but uh, everything yes. went uh, to the team, Mufti Saab. Perhaps your parting words uh, this morning. Yes, I want, just want to close with the urea question, the person sending that voice out. So generally, if it is made synthetically in a lab, then it will be permissible. Sometimes uh, it is also naturally found in a person's skin, and it is excreted in the urine also. So that when it's excreted in urine, then avoid that. So look for uh, the sign that says it was made synthetically in a lab, and then you can use that one. Jesus. Allah bless us all. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuhu. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu to our Mufti Brian Smith uh, who answers uh, so brilliantly and also to you, you and you for sending in uh, that question and uh, that uh, voice note that also came through. Jazakallah khair to you, brother. You tuned to Sirius FM 105.7.